1: Well, Rob, I'll stop you there because we've got a very special one. Oh. Yeah, a very special intro. It's
0: not. It's not, is it?
1: It's only, um, well, let's
0: see. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting with Josh Thecombe
1: and Robert Spiquet. Au revoir.
0: There we go. Oh, my God. I think I'm gay now.
1: It's unbelievable, isn't it? The timber of the voice cuts through you like a kind of knife.
0: So that that's the guy that works at your daughter's nursery?
1: Uh, no, that's a two-year-old. Uh, he's called... Um, <laughs>
0: They're very full with the French.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that is Saran who works at my oh. daughter's nursery, who um, there's a lot of uh, excitement about on the uh, Instagram.
0: Yes. Can, can I hear him again, please, properly? Can I give him his full glory? Yeah, of course.
1: Welcome to Lockdown Parenting with Josh Decombe and Robert Spiquet. Au revoir. The aura of our eyes. Ah. I mean, is French just a sexy accent generally, or is that a sexy French?
0: There is no way he is not putting a bit of extra French on that. No, he knows what he's doing. That can't be how he talks day to day. Also, it's too much. Imagine that. Like, You can't be doing that in a nursery, mate. Yeah, exactly. Would you like a balloon animal? <laughs> a dog or a cat? Too much. <laughs> Was that good? Was that a good French impression? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with Josh Khan and Robert Beckett. Is that sexy?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was quite sexy. Oh, yeah, I liked it. I, th- I think um, it's good to get the message off him. I imagine uh, it'll fly on the social media. We should... Oh, yeah. Can you hear my daughter kicking off, Rob?
0: Oh, what? She, she's, we're doing this all about 8pm now. This... Oh, can you oh, hear that? Yeah, so is, is that the floor below you? No, two. Two, two below. No two yeah. above. Well, one and a half, one and a half. Actually,
1: she's one. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So
0: how how's it been? Is this is this indicative of the week?
1: Well, this is because she's had a um, she's had a one and a half hour sleep this afternoon.
0: Oh no! She
1: sh- she's not even napping anymore. So absolute carnage. <laughs> oh God, that doesn't sound good, does it, Rob? Oh my word!
0: <laughs> what what time did she go for a nap?
1: Well, we'll work it back. I think it's it's a long story. She did, so um last night well it's a long story just how quite how bad uh, my uh, monday was what oh. day are we on now we're recording on tuesday yes um so i'll take you through the uh, the monday wake up so um i don't know what was bad about that but it was bad
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: your phone's going that,
1: that's yeah that's rose <laughs> what she said uh she's just
0: Luckily, it's on a group. It's not a direct text today. Oh, I was going to say because that is something bad must be happening. If you're because this is technically work for you, and you it you technically work, work, Rob, you were in the process of doing some of bedtime. That's why we started later because you said she should be down by now, by then. Yeah. So if she directly texts you say, "I need your help now," I think that's a bit harsh. But on a group, what what she said to the group?
1: Well, uh, on the group, someone else has put that they're having a bad bedtime. Rose has put, "God, ours are awful." I knew it would be bad because of the nap. But I'm currently being screamed at from the top of the stairs. <laughs> Also, once they're potty trained, they make you take them from imaginary and we wheeze and poos a million times. Yeah. Yeah, we're going through a real delaying tactic situation here, Rob. Oh, she's back.
0: We have that of the three-year-old. Our three-year-old's doing that at the moment of just constantly delaying it. The pom-pom jar of destiny did help because we threatened pom-poms. Um, yep, she is crying. Um, so talk through Monday. It was bad, bad oh, this morning. Is,
1: I mean, this is a stressful way to record a podcast, Rob. But I suppose if there's any podcast
0: in the UK you're going to record <laughs> in this situation. So this, this is the one it feels like you know when like itv have like a guy on the ground in a war zone and you've just got like <laughs> a press <laughs> it and it feels like this microphone just got like podcasting in live podcasting in action
1: oh my god this is so stressful but I'm, i just have to plow on which feels you feel bad what, what can i do rob what can i, I do
0: I, I wouldn't feel bad i think you have probably got the best part of this that's why i feel bad yeah, but you don't feel bad. Would you not be feeling slightly guilty? i should be enjoying this moment. Yeah, because you know at some point Rose will just be somewhere else doing something and you'll be dealing with it. Yeah, 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 okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like you can't spend any positive time feeling guilt. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to take the positivity when you can. Yeah. And I'm sure if this is a horrendous bedtime, you'll be the one getting up in the night.
1: Yes. Not wrong. Exactly. wrong. Not wrong. It's a trade-off. Well, no, we'd both be getting up in the night, actually. We will both, we both, well, well, we'll come to that, right?
0: Why'd you both get up?
1: Uh, well, last night, well, we'll come to that, Rob.
0: Okay, sorry. Let you... <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> you actually do sound stressed because you're getting a little bit short with me.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 it's because I'm only half listening. It's bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> go, on, go. On, you, so tell us what happened. Um, so, I woke up yesterday morning, exercise first thing that's good yeah yeah i'm trying to do that every morning right and then um it was just one of those days where you know when you're trying to get stuff done and it just you just keep failing (laughs) yeah so um i then realized i had to do this health test thing for uh, life insurance so you do it via zoom and they send you the things you have to take your own blood yeah so you have to prick your finger i didn't realize you needed to be hydrated for it Basically, I did, I just didn't, my blood just wasn't coming. I had to prick three separate fingers, Rob.
0: Oh, because you like got up and done exercise and not drunk much? Yeah, I hadn't okay. drunk enough.
1: I look like I've got stigmata,
0: oh right? Oh, it's like Lance Armstrong just getting another, you know, yeah. the of the good stuff out. I couldn't even get five, I just
1: needed five mils. Couldn't get five mils out of my body. Yeah. Right, so I sat there for 45 minutes making polite conversation with this woman.
0: Oh, that is so awkward.
1: Yeah, I was meant to take half an hour, but obviously the whole thing took an hour once I'd failed to produce blood. <laughs> it was like stage fright. It was awful, right? So then I'm behind already, but I'll just go down, eventually get upstairs at about half 11. I sit down and literally at that moment Rose texts me. And she's like, have you got that? Um, there's a, a bit of broken glass that was uh, gaffer taped to some shelving. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I'm worried the cleaner will throw it away. And we tidied this room the day before. Why do you want the broken
0: glass? Or well, to fix it? Fix it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I thought I threw that
0: away literally yesterday when I was tidying that room. Oh, absolute disaster. Right. And yeah, because we know Rose loves a knickknack. And yeah. You know, and for some, some people's rubbish would be one of Rose's knickknacks.
1: I'm like, I look for it, realize I've thrown it away. I've literally just sat down to do work. Next thing I know, I'm going through the bin bags. (laughs) Go. When was the last time you went through a bin bag? I didn't think, you know, it's the kind of thing that would happen in a movie if you're a
0: journalist or something. But I've never actually done it, I don't think. No, I I think, no, I don't think I've ever gone through a bin bag. Normally it's for like cash or jewelry or stuff like that, not for broken glass. So we go through the recycling one first. Obviously,
1: you're a good guy, you recycle. Of course, which is much nicer, the recycling one to go through. So that's why I went through it first in the hope yes. it'd be in there. Oh, but yes. who'd put gaffer tape in the recycling? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. A, a man that couldn't produce blood and is now <laughs> not working and scampering around the garden. Anyway, tip out the recycling. Obviously, my daughter's watching. Obviously, there's um, some basically rushed off drawings that she's done. <laughs>
0: The old shit scribbles that you have to pretend to like. Yeah,
1: but we've got 400 of them, so yeah. these ones have ended up in the recycling bin. Obviously, she spots them. Yeah, I want some. Wants them. Do you know what? Took it better than I thought she was going to. Uh, you explained. You explained that, you know... Well, no, we didn't. We'd let her keep like, them, because you're not going to go, no, these are shit. They stay in the bin.
0: Yeah, but- <laughs> How, could, how did she take it better than you thought she was going to? If she got them,
1: well, I thought she'd realised that we would thrown them away, but she just was like, "Oh, there's some of my drawings in the bin." And we're like, "Oh, so yeah, here oh, you go." Oh, okay, I will get you. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't put two two and two together and see it as a review. <laughs> so eventually, um, but then I have to go to the post office to send some letters. Basically, one of those days where everything disappeared. You know, when yeah, you're I, just
0: it's like you've had that's a day of a pensioner. Yeah. You've had to do a blood test for life insurance. You're going through the bins and they posting letters at the post office. Oh, mate. Of some sort of evacuee. <laughs> can't, can't you just get them to get it from your house or something? I had to go and post my blood. Oh, God, you're such a granddad job. <laughs> post your blood. I, I got life insurance, right? And then when they told me how much it was going to be, and I went, can you go and weigh yourself? I weighed myself. And they said, that weight and that height, they put in another 100 quid. No. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable.
0: So cheap, so degrading. I'd rather them overcharge me at the start. Don't bang it on at the end. Oh, now we know your weight. That's an extra 100 quid. He's such a normal, normal <laughs> man. I'd rather, okay, let's just say this. Don't charge the extra 100. And then when I die, whatever you were going to give me, knock 100 off. Anyway, sorry, you, po- you say you're the post office. You've been through the bins. You're taking Old days are right off by the end of the day, right? Yeah, yeah. you're late to bridge club. It's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's non-stop for you. Evening. Yeah. I'm
1: very stressed.
0: So you've not got any of your work done, is it? As you're supposed to. I haven't have got, got any done.
1: work done. Evening, go to bed. Wake up at half midnight, like because I'm stressed. Okay. Then I'm lying there thinking about well, tomorrow. It's going to be a write-off as well. This is unbelievable.
0: Okay, yeah. So you're in a bit of bad. You're in a bit of bad form. Yeah, it's got in your head. Okay, I'm with you. Half
1: then. two. My daughter wakes up as well because she's got um, block nose. She's up till four. First, and then we're like, "What are we going to do?" She's just just awake. Yeah. We said Do you want to sleep in our bed? We've never oh. we've always offered that. For three years she's never taken it. Okay. She only fucking took it.
0: Oh no. What have you you've opened Pandora's box?
1: We haven't. She didn't like it.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why is that Did you keep pissing yourself in there? <laughs> she didn't like the electric blanket. You've got but, an electric um, bl- <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Okay, sorry, you got, me. you got me. I thought you had had one. <laughs> it's a stiff-knit thing to have an electric blanket. But she turned it down. you got her in the bed, she didn't like it.
1: Well, we had two hours of rubbish sleep till yep. about six or seven. Oh,
0: God, so no one slept all night, basically. No one
1: slept all night, basically. So in the morning, obviously, she's not well, we think. So, we're like, obviously, you don't go to the nursery today, which point she fucking perks up.
0: Uh, okay, so you've cancelled nursery.
1: We've said to her, no, we haven't cancelled it with nursery, but we've said to her, don't go to nursery today. We're not going to send you to nursery today. And I don't think you should backtrack on that and then go, sorry, we lied. See you later.
0: Yeah, of course. But she's perked up when she's heard she's not She's
1: literally pushing all the chairs into a line in the kitchen to make it into a train within (laughs) 10, 10 minutes of us saying, no nursery today.
0: You're expecting her cold up on the sofa with an iPad, watching films and her favourite yeah. teddies, doing nothing yeah. all day. Yeah. yeah, and what we've got is a fucking train in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, anyway, then this afternoon, she falls asleep for an hour and a half on the sofa.
0: Oh, okay, and now not going to bed.
1: Now not going to bed. Also, she pissed herself on the sofa. Um, <laughs> what was it? When she was asleep, because obviously she normally, oh, yeah, she's still course. at the stage of sleeping in a nappy. So there you go. But she does seem to quieten down now. Hopefully
0: she's asleep or she's in your bed. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to stay up here. (laughs) Shall we uh, should we do today's guest? I think we should. Should we get? It's a great guest. I think we. Brilliant I think guest. we're going to enjoy. It. We're going to enjoy this one. We have Michael Sheen, star of uh, Frost Nixon, um, The Damn United. He's in good omens at the moment oh yeah he's a, he's a great guest he's a quite quite um unique uh he's got like a grown-up daughter he's like 20 and then like a 18 month old so it's quite it's quite interesting seeing see, seeing it from those two very opposite ends so um, yeah it's a great episode hope you enjoy it and i hope you feel better soon josh more sleep thank you hello michael sheen how are you I'm very well, thank you, Joshua. Hello, Robert. Oh, hello, Michael. This is very exciting to have you on. Because yeah. we've, oh. we've worked, I've worked with you on uh, the movie show, the panel show. Um, not yes. in any actual proper acting jobs, though. But um, it's well. To I mean, you say me that. You yeah. say that, but I feel like we have. We have done Frost Nixon together. Yes, we have. Yeah, that's right. Some would say the better version. <laughs> So, yes. Some wouldn't agree with that. Also, we got quite sexy of each other, didn't we? That
2: sort of went quite viral with your fans. They liked yeah. it, yeah. With the with the graduate and all that as well, yeah. yeah. You,
0: you dressed up as um as as the lady in that, and that as was quite, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. It's quite something to be on the end of. It's funny. Quite a few people have said that actually. Rob, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, because like like you're hence this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, when you just sat, you know, when you're on the, the, the panel show with you, sort of having a laugh, and it's just people joking around and talking about stuff. But then when you do the actual acting scenes, it's so intimidating when you see someone who's so good at what they do at, at an absurdly good level, and then you're just sat there going, Oh, no, it's Michael Sheen's. He's, he's doing, oh, God, he's doing acting at me, and I've got to say something back.
1: They, um, I, that's the thing, isn't it? You're just, chatting, you're just chatting to me. But before you do a scene with you on that show, you'll just be chatting. Yeah. I remember we were chatting about Lloyd Langford, who's someone we both know from Port Talbot. Yes.
2: And was, some, was our old paper boy.
1: Your old paper boy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and some spurious story. I can't remember. I was trying to pass off some spurious story he told about you. I can't remember what it that's was. Right. Yeah, Something yes, like you right. were so good as an actor when you were 11 that they... Had to cancel the play or something <laughs> like that.
0: I can't remember what it was.
2: There was a riot. There was an actual riot in the school. Yeah. The Paul Tolbert Nativity Riot. I remember that. Yeah. You remember that? They still talk about it. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. We're backstage, aren't we? Waiting before we sort of spin around to do the scene. And we're in some ridiculous costume. Yeah. We're having a little chat. And then suddenly, see, that's the problem. The the, the the stage revolves and there they say action and I, I you know, old habits oh, kick in. You're a different <laughs> animal, different breed when they say action. It's quite a transformation. You remember about Daniel Day-Lewis,
1: you <laughs> had to stay in character the whole way through a film. Michael Sheen's not even in character during the word action. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because we mentioned Frost Nixon. Watching when I whenever I see bits of Frost Nixon, if it's on the telly or something, it still amazes me that because it was me Matthew McFadden, who I don't know if you know Matthew, but he's a really funny guy. He makes me laugh so much. Um, the, Oliver Platt and uh, uh, Sam Rockwell, you know, a whole bunch of people, Toby Jones and Rebecca Hall, and we all had such a laugh in the kind of Frost camp on that film because um, <laughs> the Nixon, the actor who played Nixon wanted to be in character the whole time. Well, I say that. He wanted everyone to call him Mr. President all the time, yeah. <laughs> which is a slight difference. But nevertheless, so they kept separate, so we were separate, and we had to laugh so much. The beginning of almost every scene that involves the Frost Lord begins with people laughing. Everyone thinks that's acting. It's just us messing around in between takes, and then we wouldn't hear Ron Howard say action. So the scene would begin with us laughing, and then one of us going, fuck, we're on. We're doing it. <laughs> and then, So, if you watch the film, you'll see loads of that. It makes me laugh so much. So, yeah, none of us were in character even after action. I can't wait to watch it back now and try and spot it when you're just pissing yourselves and you're like, oh, no, (laughs) it's gonna work. You know, it's famously Clint Eastwood when he directs films, apparently. And I've spoken to a couple of people who've been in films that he's directed you don't know that he's actually started filming a lot of the time. So, you know, when you go down to rehearse the scene, you have what you call sides in your hand. So they're the script pages for yeah. that scene, you know, and they're just sort of smaller versions of it. And you have those in your hand and you're just sort of standing there blocking the scene out, talking about where you're gonna stand and all that kind of stuff. And one of the actors that I, that I worked with once who had been just been in a Clint Eastwood film, he said, I was standing there and I was just sort of, you know, just saying the lines or whatever. And then I realized we were filming. Like Clint Eastwood just goes, you know, he doesn't say action. He just tells the cameraman to start filming or whatever. And he said, I still had my sides in my hand. So there's a scene in Hoover where the actors have their sides
1: in their hand no, in no. the film. Yeah, apparently. Really? That's uh, how we start man. this podcast, Michael. We just
2: ease in, yeah. mate. Are we, are we in it? Are we doing it? <laughs> Is oh, like that. you're the, the Clint Eastwood of podcasts.
0: <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly.
2: Um, Michael,
0: I'm loving these. It's like, remember nitpickers.com where they point out stuff that happened in films? Like yeah. that. It's like, it's like a podcast
2: version of that now, all the different things. That, that stormtrooper's got a Casio digital watch on. Yeah,
0: yeah. the words are going, that, that traffic light system wasn't actually in LA in 1967. Oh. <laughs> oh, leave it <laughs> out, mate. You should listen to, I watched a
1: one, So Ellis James, who I'm, we're mm. all familiar with, he Indeed. is the voice of uh, Channel 5's Movie Blunders shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so I'm very wonderful. much enjoying the name drops here. We've gone from Clint Eastwood, Oliver <laughs> Platt, to Lloyd Langford and Ellis James. And yeah, we were in different circles.
1: Ellis, <laughs> um, it was on, so I put on a two and a half hour show of Christmas Movie <sighs> Blunders. Wow! And to wow. say wow. they were slight is a fucking understatement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any any blunder oh. highlights for you, Josh? Was it? There? was just like his
1: coffee. You might see it in this shot that his coffee is full, and then they cut to the other angle, and he's
2: half the coffee's gone. And then Alice be <laughs> <laughs> like, "Where's the card? He'll have to pretend he gives a shit." <laughs> have you ever come across um, <laughs> that? Those I think they're, they're Twitter sites. One is called "Hold My Beer." And the other one is like, I think it's called dashcam uh, Dash Cam Twats or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's like terrible things happening essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not too terrible. I mean it's not we're not talking snuff movies. No, I mean not, it's yeah. just like, you know, but real proper stuff happening. Yeah. I have lost hours and hours watching yeah. that stuff. I'll just watch one, I think I'll just watch one. And then I go through hours and hours and hours yeah. of people. You know driving off bridges or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. have you ever seen that song? yeah like, like road rage where a car's like oh. right next to another car
0: and then yeah I mean, it's sort of like you get into a black hole of just like
2: weird youtube searches
0: but it's good to know yeah. you're a big fan of dash cam twats
2: dash cam twats is, <laughs> that was the name of my first band as well you know. <laughs> michael sheen and the dash cam twats
1: um, oh. We should talk, Michael, about uh, yes. about this. What the reason you're here?
2: No, um, So yes. you are a parent. What was your parenting setup, Michael? I have uh, a, a baby daughter Lyra, who is coming up to 16 months old, uh, and I have uh, another daughter Lily, who is uh, almost 22 years, not months, 22 yeah. years. Yeah. So you know, there was a bit of a gap. There was. A bit of... <laughs> Do they get on, Michael, or are they too close, too similar? They're too close. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Yeah, constantly bickering. Yeah. It's hard sharing toys. I just buy the same, both of them the same, and then they can't argue. Yeah. Um, so how's, how's it going with the 16th? Is it well-behaved sleeping, 16-month-old Lyra?
2: Lyra is, oh, gosh. I mean, the, the extraordinary thing, obviously, is that for most of her life, we've been going through this whole pandemic yeah. yeah, and the lockdown and all that kind of stuff. So, it, I mean, she wasn't, you know, she's only a few months old when it kicked off. So it's been a, it's been a, you know, overall it's been a strange experience. In the, on the one hand, it's been amazing because you know we've just we haven't been able to focus on much else. It's just been yeah us with her. You know, I remember when Lily was born. Obviously, you know, I was I was working and going away and doing stuff, and I really you know I really, I really missed that time with her. Yeah, then, um, a lot of that time, and um, but we've you know because of circumstances we've been. Together the whole time. Um, the, on the negative side. <laughs> the same, well, same like, answer. Not, <laughs> yeah. No, well, it's not so much negative. I don't think it's negative, but it is, you know, it's, it's very peculiar in so much as just now a lady came to do our COVID test because myself and my partner, Anna, we have to have a COVID test before we... uh, It's a long story, but I'm on my way to America to film. To be allowed into America, we have to quarantine for two weeks in an approved country. So we are at the moment in St. Lucia.
1: Oh, I bet you couldn't couldn't believe it when that was on the approved list, Michael. (laughs) Save your condolences, save your sympathy.
2: Um, And and anyway, a lady just came to do our COVID test. Now this lady was, uh, she was wearing a red top uh, she had. She was, you know, on the a, a, a larger lady, and she had a white mask on. And Lyra, all the way through it, just kept going, Santa, Santa. <laughs> oh no! We all we all laughed about it. We all, you know, we all took it in good humour. <laughs> but you know, I don't know how that lady felt about that. I, oh, I had no. to keep going. She said, "What? What is she saying? What does she say?" I said, I, "I think it's the white mask." She thinks. She th- she's thinking of Santa. No, say the a different box. word.
0: Say the a different beard. word. Michael, <laughs> 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 you, you must be able to improvise. I would say Auntie. Um, um, she said Santa? she's Santa. She said Auntus when she oh. calls her auntie Auntar
2: because she mispronounced yeah. it. Satan. She thinks you she thinks you're Satan. She thinks you're evil auntie yes i should have said she's got an auntie sandra and you know she's she can't say the words properly auntie, yeah i mean I but, have you that. know
0: but you were right in the
2: middle of the battlefield there that's i panicked know. i panicked rob i panicked yeah but that but that's the thing i suppose i was saying is that what a weird time for kids of their or of any age <laughs> yeah. to kind of grow up in she's yeah. barely played with any other kids you know yeah. she's like and the, and the adults she meets on the whole have all got these masks on and stuff. It's really yeah. a weird thing. Anyway, that's not at all what your question was. Really. How's she sleeping? She's sleeping um... <laughs> all over the gas. She's in St. Lucia, she's off to
0: America. <laughs> You're
1: in Port Talbot mainly, right?
2: Yes, I live uh, back there. Yeah.
1: So do you, do you go out a lot there, or because presumably your house is kind of isolated? Is it or... all get under
2: normal circumstances? Yes, we would be going out a lot. Mm. We've got mm. you know where my mum and dad live, so I'm about half an hour from my mum and dad. Um, and there's a you know there's a beach, Aberavon Beach, down there, yeah. which is lovely, um, and loads cool. of people go down there. So we we before the pandemic started before the lockdown we would go down there all the time we take her down there and and it's a lovely place to go and just walk around and go on the beach Mm. if the weather's not too bad are the locals bored of you
0: by now there
2: like where it's not a big event that you're there and is that you know takes (laughs) first few months but now it's fine they mainly try and avoid me now it's just (laughs) yeah it's not there's no thrill to it at all the thrill (laughs) has gone for them all um yeah and it's lovely. People are just very friendly and it it's really nice. But of course, you know, we 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 haven't been able to do that because it's too far away now for us to to do that. Mm. And we we you know, over Christmas we didn't we didn't see my mum and dad or my sister which we normally would. Everyone stayed in their homes and so we haven't been going out hardly at all. Now, obviously we're very very fortunate. We've got a nice house and a garden which makes mm. a massive difference mm. obviously. Um and so you know we've been able to get outside and when the weather was good in the first lockdown, it was gorgeous. We saw the spring happening in the garden and we hadn't long moved into the house so it was just mm. a wonderful thing to experience. bit harder you know more recently when the weather's not been so great but um, but nevertheless we were able to get out. but no going around the place, no we're, we're, where we are there's a we're mainly surrounded by sheep um, yeah. and uh, and so that's quite scary in itself <laughs> they all gang up on you. <laughs> They do. They just, they, have you seen, I don't know, unless you've lived near sheep, the farmer just lets them wander around. That's the thing I've always, I've always thought they would be in orderly sort of fields. Well, at some sort of they just wander. motorway system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they just get, uh, they just sort of roam around. The, the well, that was when I, stuff.
1: So I grew up on Dartmoor yeah. and there would be sheep and horses on the moor. And these sheep and yeah. horses were owned by people. Yeah, how, how do they then? get them back and they, they'd like I don't know I'd always go and my dad would be like well they just go out and they find them and it's like what on the fucking moor <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know how does that work but they'll just be on the moor and they're Have you my seen American werewolf in London. <laughs> I don't know what can
2: happen out there.
1: Have you ever even seen a sheep, Rob? I can't imagine you've ever even come into contact in your life with a... No, uh... I've, I've,
2: I've
0: seen them, like, on the motorway sometimes. They get a bit brave. You see, you know, you go, <laughs> you go into, on the M4. I find the countryside quite a scary place, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just... Anywhere where it's, like, a, you have to wait 10 or 15 minutes for an Uber, I, f- I feel panicky. Oh, if, you, right. <laughs> if you can't have one immediately I don't know what to do but I've always lived in London so I don't know any difference but that's uh, is that what you're trying to do then with your your to sort of have that sort of base support sort of because of, and are they coming with you when you work obviously you're into New York now so you plan on taking your
2: yeah. partner and dogs so with that's you. yeah again that's a big difference between when Lily was little and now is that I mean I haven't had to go away as much obviously during yeah. this last period of time because we've sort of you know, I did a TV series from my kitchen. Um, two <laughs> TV series from my kitchen, um, and so I haven't had to go away as much. But when we have, um, we now go as a group. You know, we go as a as a yeah. as a group of three everywhere, rather than back in, with when Lily was little. Um, I would go off and do stuff and come back. And I yeah. and I, you know, I think it's um, you know, I regret a lot of that. I regret being away so know. much back then. Yeah, 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 definitely.
1: Was that something you regretted? now you've got a new baby and you've seen that or was that something? You kind of- I, I did. I
2: did anyway. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I was, I was, I, I was at a, you know, I was different age. Obviously I was, that yeah. was, you know, 22 years ago now, and I was at a different place in my career and just thought differently about stuff and, you know, felt like I, I had to really try and, you know, keep trying to make my I was still, you know, trying to establish myself as an actor and all that kind of stuff. And so I felt like I had to work as much as possible and all that kind of stuff. And I do really regret that. Um, and I did, so I did at the time. I, I felt it at the time. But as time has gone on, I've regretted it more. And and certainly now, having had the experience that we've had of the last, you know, year, year yeah. and a half with, with Lyra, I, I definitely regret it because I, I've got, you know, I've loved it. I've loved this yeah. last year and a half. Yeah. It's been wonderful. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, I found, I don't know about you, Josh, when you go on, away on tour, I used to, I'm a really hands-on dad. And when I'm at home, I, I, it's completely 50-50. But then when you go away for a couple of weeks and then you come home, you've sort of forgotten how to do it. It's sort of like, yeah. you know, you just it can just go so quick. And then you feel a bit like alien. And then you've got to relearn all the little routines and stuff. And then sometimes it's easier just to go, oh, I've got another bit of work and sort of... Escape yeah. off again, and then yeah. you sort of, and it's weird because you sort of aren't confident enough to establish yourself as a dad, but then and then you sort of sort of take that way. Yeah. up. It's, it's, it's very difficult to come back and forth like after yeah. filming. Series. Well,
2: I've I've really noticed it now uh, much more so in a way this time because when I have had to go to work, I mean, and, and even though we're like Anna and Lyra have come, you know, we've all come together to New York when I filmed um, before Christmas. Um, so we would all be living together in the apartment there, but I would go off to work, you know, in the studio for yeah. the day and then come back and maybe, you know, come back after Lyra's gone to bed. So I wouldn't see her until the next morning maybe. And I'd notice a difference. Like she yeah. wouldn't, she wouldn't maybe acknowledge me first thing in the morning or so it would be different. Yeah. So, and that's just from being away for a bit of the day, let alone like away for two weeks. Like I used to do with, you know, with Lily, I, I, I really notice
1: it. Yeah. i I'd noticed that a lot, actually, when you, you go, you're like, Come on, mate. I've just been to work. Give me a break.
0: I don't give a <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> that food you're eating is because of me going away and working. So let's have a little bit
0: more. Yeah. Can we? Huh? There's a laugh. lot of that going yeah. oh, on. Yeah. I know, like, well, I'm not eating it anyway, she didn't eat it <laughs> the <laughs> afternoon.
2: Yeah, and she just lets it dribble down her mouth. That's what Lyra's doing at the moment. She's got the. I think, I think we're getting the point where we're realising we can't give her like the sort of matte pureed food anymore. Oh, you know, I, the I hated pouches. that stage. I found it so oh.
0: difficult with the getting on to food. Because she's
2: yeah, yeah. you put, she's eating. She's, we're you know putting it in her mouth, and then she's just looking at us in the eye and just letting it dribble <laughs> down her face. <laughs> She knows what she's doing. Now I don't know if you remember this period, but she's at that period where if you tell her off, she just thinks it's funny. Like she and on the one hand, that's kind of a bit annoying because you you know you want to go no, don't put your fingers in that socket, don't pick yeah. that knife up. You know you want to like instill in other, but on the other hand, I'm sort of living in in terror a little bit at that moment where she realizes she is being told off. You know that because at the moment she yeah. just doesn't have yeah. that. Even if we, if we get, you know, scared about something and, and, and raise our voices or, you know, are a bit sharp with her, she just thinks it's funny. Yeah. That is horrible when they get out. If you do go,
0: no, like that, and then they cry because you, you actually make them jump. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. panicked, and then they get scared and then it's a horrible feeling. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's like the first time you see if they cut themselves. I remember oh, that with yeah. Lily as well. First, she, she bumped her lip on something Lily when she was very little and, and her lip was bleeding. I just remember that feeling of yeah. seeing your, your child's blood. Oh, it's like, Oh, it chilled me. And the same with Lyra when she bumped her head one time as well. It's, oh, it's a horrible feeling that, isn't it? Seeing them it's, like
1: that. It's grim. It's, it's the, I, th- I think that one where you say like that situation where like they think they're being told off and it's funny. Have you got into this situation where they'll do something and you'll laugh and then you've created a running joke that's every time you laugh it's reinforcing bad behaviour so I've got in this running joke now where so so she'll say it's cuddle time and then she'll cuddle her mum yeah. and then I'll go I said oh is it my cuddle time and she said no and we both laughed and now I haven't had a cuddle in four days because <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she's thinks just it's funny she thinks it's funny she's like she loves to go, it's not your cuddle time. I'm like, all
0: right, mate, And joke's a joke in this situation. Come
2: on. Yeah, we, all, we also have a thing where she's she started, and she started doing this quite early on, she developed a fake laugh. Do you have that? Do you, do you remember the fake no. laugh coming in? No, I had a fake laugh. Daughter of an actor. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. She, but she clearly worked out fairly early on that if we laughed... Yeah. You know, that was a good thing, and yeah. that she'd done something funny or whatever, or, and that it was good to laugh. That was a nice thing. So then she started developing this sort of like, clearly fake laugh just yeah. to, just to let things go along smoothly with the parents i guess like she's acting like an 18 year old or something <laughs> <laughs> it's such an odd thing seeing her going ha ha also because at the end of peppa pig everyone falls down laughing all the time oh, and so yeah. she would she would pretend to do that and i think she realized oh i can do a fake laugh this is oh, quite right yeah sure. the
0: peppa pig i mean what what so what kind of stuff is she into is she watching a lot of peppa pig or cbb's oh, a
2: lot of peppa pig at the moment <laughs> There's a really? lot I mean I am a big fan oh. hey, that, Are you Are either of you in it Are either of you Doing any kids Voices No or... I've never done one no.
1: But um, we interviewed um, Doc Brown And he'd done the, the Is it Jack and Ori It's not Jack and Bedtime Nory, stories it, It's the bedtime, bedtime stories. stories Yeah Which yeah. a lot of people Want to do Would you do any of them Michael Oh yeah Absolutely I could see you Appearing in a You know An episode of Justin's house Getting pied in the face <laughs> Something like that
2: <laughs> I'd love to get pied By Justin <laughs> Well, I mean, what what's the deal with Justin? Because <laughs> he's, he's on I mean, does he own CBeebies or something? I, what's that all about? Because he does Justin's house.
0: They do Mr. Yeah. Tumble. I think, Mr. I think Tumble. Mr. Tumble's the best one. I mean, yeah, that's Mr. great. He does, he
2: does the, the the game show where he plays all the characters. A sk-
0: is that the skit show? Yeah. That is yeah, like yeah. a far show for yeah. the kids. Yeah, that one. That one's one step too far, that is. That's, he's jumped I've the shark. I've,
1: I've got a theory on that one. I yeah. reckon, you know when, like, someone's got a lot of power at a channel and yeah. he's gone, if I do another series of Mr Tumble, you have to take that sketch show I've been pitching to you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Because it's good, <laughs> yeah. but it's not vintage. No, it's not classic. It's good. It's all good. Don't get me wrong.
2: Talking about bedtime stories, you know, it's always a little bit of a thrill to go, ooh, who's doing bedtime story today? Yeah. Oh, look, it's Tom Hardy. Or, you know, it's Sam Mendes. Or, you know, it's like some odd people show up. The big gig for that, I'm I'm guessing, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Oh, Chris, yes. Yeah. That's who did Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Who? Um, Bloody Justin. Both of them. <laughs> because he's just not on enough <laughs> he only comes out for the big events i'll do christmas yeah. oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. leave it to me night before christmas that's mine because <laughs> he actually did the night before christmas on the night before christmas and um, that was a big gig and he got that yeah. but i mean all that i mean i do think his show is amazing do you think Like you could the do signing that? and all that. Amazing. would you be good as a kind of
1: children's mr tumble actor i don't don't know about that when you're watching that are you
2: (laughs) seeing the craft do you know what i mean like well we have we have a lot of conversations about it is a real skill to be able to do the you know talking to kids on tv without on the one hand sounding patronizing and condescending but then on the other hand coming across, uh, across as really creepy. Because yes. a lot of actors, I've noticed a lot of actors go on the bedtime stories thing and they've clearly gone, right, I'm not talking down to the kids. I'm not yeah. talking down. I'm just going to speak to them straight. <laughs> and then they come no. across really scary. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a mistake. So it's a real skill to be able to do that. Yeah. And a lot of them are really good. But what I do find myself doing, and this happened with Lily as well when she was little, and, and essentially really had made a difference to my career. Because I, People now think that I'm very good at, you know, I must've been good at doing impersonations and that kind of stuff when I was growing up. I was terrible. I I couldn't do impersonations. I wasn't that person at all. I couldn't mimic anyone or anything like that. And then when Lily was really little, she would watch, you know, Disney films, Pixar films, whatever it was. And she would then want us to, you know, tell her stories about those things that she'd watched. And she would like... And because she was totally non-judgmental, I would just have a go at doing the voices of those characters. And and slowly, over time, I found, like, I was quite good at doing them. Like, I get really quite close to the voices and stuff. So it it eventually ended up to the point where it gave me the confidence to have a go at doing Tony Blair and that kind of stuff. I wouldn't have had the confidence to do it had I oh, not really? done that. If you hadn't done, you know, Woody from Toy Story or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sully from Monsters Inc all that, yeah. And wow. all, all seven dwarves in no. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, yeah. She used to, she, <laughs> she, seven. she got to the point, yeah. She would say, uh, she would say, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Daddy. And she would be Snow White, and she would just sit there and then she would make me be all seven dwarves doing stuff. And she would slowly get quieter and quieter so she wouldn't add anything to it as Snow White and the Seven Dwarves would just have a conversation around her, that's what she enjoyed the most. Wow. It, I was exhausted by the end of every day, exhausted. <laughs> So Grumpy must have been easy then by the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But with Lyra, what I'm finding now is because we watch so much like CBeebies and all that kind of stuff, I, um, I do find myself, because you were asking, do I do the voices of any characters? I, I don't but I do find myself trying to have a go at all of them, all the pepper Pig characters, yeah. all the Moon and Me characters, all yeah. in the night garden, all of that. So, and in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I could step into that. If old Derek Jacobi decides to give it a miss, I could pop in that.
1: Could you give us a line or two of a, uh, of a children's CB?
2: Well, I mean, uh, Moon and Me, I think is. Can you say I think is the best. Moon <laughs> yeah. and Me is the best. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful wonderful shot. I've not seen and... Moon and me. Oh, I got so oh. I have really to give it good. a whirl. Yeah, it's oh, great. It's fantastic. Your kids a Fantas- bit
1: old for it now I think maybe. Oh really?
2: Uh, it's yeah. it's shot so beautifully.
1: It's like a good in the night garden.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's also they should swap it around, cuz in the night garden is quite frantic and gets her a bit worked up. Whereas Moonami, which is on earlier, yeah. is very relaxing. So I think Moonami should finish. Anyway, Anyway, that's all that. Uh, in the Night Garden reminds me of the weird bit of Glastonbury
0: in the <laughs> Night Garden. I mean, there, you go in that one field, you're in there for about like two minutes, but nah, not that. Nah. Yeah. Let's
1: go back, killers are on. I had to queue yeah, for I an can... hour to get into this field, and now it's
0: just. <laughs> a fucking lunatic. Oh no, it's the Ninky Dom. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Alan here. I just wanted to tell you about my brand new podcast, Lights a Beach. This podcast is the escapism we all need right now. I sat down and chatted with some of my famous friends about everything travel, from caravanning in real to private jetting to the Maldives, my guests fill the beans on their holiday horrors and dream destinations. And let's face it, we might not have the sun on our faces, but after a listen to this, you'll definitely have a smile. First episode is the very funny, Romish Ranganathan. And coming out we've got Robbie Williams, Jessie Ware and her mum Lenny, Michael McIntyre, Rufus Wainwright, Rob Rinder, James Blunt, Dustin Lance Black. Oh, fasten your seatbelts, it's going to be a fantastic ride.
1: Here's a question for you Michael yeah. mm. that you get a call from your agent yeah they're making a biopic of Justin Fletcher.
2: Say no more Say no more I'm in I'm in I'm in Wait I'm in. Also, there's that thing that they constantly get the kids to do to 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 go. Mr. Tumble is funny. Yeah, y- if you need to tell people you're funny, mate. yes, yes. Oh, I always said that's
0: so true. Or well, he, he says it himself, doesn't he? Comes back. He goes, oh, Mr. Tumble
2: funny? is funny. Mr. Tumble makes us laugh. Yeah. Listen, first rule of comedy. Mate. Mr. Tumble needs a pay rise. Mr. Tumble needs three more series of his sketch show. Who would you most like to hear from on Christmas Eve, children? <laughs> Mr. Tumble. No, he's brilliant though. That show is amazing. Yeah. It is, it is amazing what he does yeah, it's great. The, with the kids and the signing. It is absolutely fantastic. But it does make me laugh. But
0: he's such a bigger part of my life than I thought he would be. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only thing. I didn't really like. And that, he's and also like wherever you are in the world, if you're working in America, or you're back home in Wales. There, you will have some sort of app with Justin on Moon and Me, Peppa Pig. They follow you everywhere. Yeah. They're
2: on the plane. Yeah. They're all over the place. Yeah. 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 And we've got, we've got like the little soft toys as well for things. And so every now and again, you'll hear, we'll be like, you know, wheeling a suitcase. And from inside it, as we're going through, you know, security, you'll just hear, Onions. Onions. <laughs> Which is a character, <laughs> Mr. Onion, from Moon and Me. And you know that the soft toy has accidentally got pressed inside the case. And then it's, yes, my name is Eagle Pig. Oh. And on and on and on. <laughs>
1: What's, um, what's the kind of difference in a,
2: to, li, did Lily grow up in Hollywood? Uh, yeah, well, she was born in the UK mm. uh, and then, uh, yeah, within within a couple of years was living like full time in, in America and, mm. and mainly Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and was that like a, a different experience as a parent to
2: how, I mean, it must have been very different to how you've been brought up, right? Yeah, yeah. well, and also, you know, me and her mum had, had, had split up by, by the time she was three. So that was, a, right, you yeah. know, that was part of the experience as well. So it wasn't just growing up in L.A. It was also Ooh. growing up, you know, with us not together and all that kind of stuff. So it's obviously much more complicated then as well for everyone involved. You
1: were both Brits as well. So was there mm. obviously? You're, so was there part of you trying to give her a kind of uh, a less American upbringing than was happening around
0: you?
2: <laughs> I remember there was a sort of turning point. Because I remember we were we were in a... There was a place called, um, uh, what was it called? Bright Child, which was a sort of soft play place in Los Angeles. And we would take her there and the indoor climbing frames and ball pits and all that kind of amazing stuff. And um, we would take her there. And I remember when she was about... She must have been about three, three three-ish. And I remember her saying, uh, getting upset because people had been, kids had been making, well, she thought kids had been making fun of her accent because she sounded English, you know. And and she was a bit upset. I don't think they were making fun of her. I think it was just like, they, they hadn't heard that accent or whatever, Ooh, and they, you know, yeah. whatever. But she was quite upset by that. And so I, and, and I remember there was a period of time where I think she was really like, she didn't like sounding different. Yeah. So I thought, oh my God, she's now going to, because I was amazed at how long she sounded quite British for, you know, uh, and didn't sound American for. And I thought, right, she's going to now just ditch the British. That She's going to go full American. And then Harry Potter started coming out. Oh, right. And it suddenly became like a real thing harry potter and the accent and so she went even more english than i think she went even more you know harry potter sounding because it became such a cool thing so that made a big difference i, I don't know if you spent much time in america but you know at times people just literally can't understand what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so you find yourself having to put on an american accent just to kind of be understood yeah. a lot of the time um uh, but she uh, lily as as i think you know when she was in school when she was getting older she probably sounded more American in school. And then when she was at home, she would sound more British or, you know, so she goes back and forth, which I think has been a big help because she's now an actress, you know, she's a working actress now. So that's become very useful for her to be able to use both. You know, I think that's quite handy. Yeah. What have you
0: noticed that's difference between like, you know, 20 years apart between your kids? Is there stuff that you just wasn't the done thing? What was your first? It is now like, like Isofix. I don't remember Isofix. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was the thing ever growing up. That was my first thing I was going to say to you. That was the main thing, the very first thing I went, well, this is different, was was the car seat technology. Oh, my God. Oh, the 20 years of difference in that. That was amazing. What, you mean you just go click into the, like the bass goes in and it stays there? And then you just, oh, because I mean the wrangling and wrestling with seatbelts and all that nightmare before. Oh, that was amazing. So, yeah, that is a big difference. That's been great. Um, I also, we came across a, a sort of a stroller or whatever. Um, that has been life-changing for us. Because if you do have to travel quite a bit, yeah. we've got this one. Oh, I know. It's the one we've got. It's the one that's, it, that you can take on a plane. Yeah. Well, the one that, that folds up yeah. Well, it's called a doona. And oh. it's it's it folds up into itself. It's like a Transformer. It's like <laughs> Optimus Prime. Yeah. It, it looks like a car seat. So you can, you know, it's got the, the handle yeah, yeah. and you carry it and you just use it as a car seat. Yeah. But then there's a little button, a little button on it and the wheels come out from underneath it. Oh, no wow. And, and then it turns into the stroller. So you just like, it's like Roger Moore in The Spy Who Loved Me. You know, the car is underwater, underwater, comes up, <laughs> drives up the beach. You don't have to get out. You don't have to get a different gadget. And it goes straight, straight in the, the sea. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, straight in the... So then you fold it, you, you fold it up again as well yeah. and then boom, car seat. So if you're travelling, yeah. you, you're just pushing her through. The airport. Go up to the gate. Fold it up into itself. Put it in the hold. Back out into the car. boom, She's in the car. Out of oh the car. Yeah, the, oh Press yeah. the buttons. Car seats
0: to, on oh. holiday are oh, the. I took two car seats to Spain once, and I nearly just like, I nearly just flew straight back. It's it so heavy and awkward. And, yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I do know. And did you get yeah. that in the
2: UK or in the US? We bought it in New York, but I think its av- it must be available over here as well. Because you can get those car-, car seat things that, like, spin round as you put them in, so you don't have to go in the- Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to have to do next, yeah. Uh,
1: mate, I, the car seat I've got, I spent about three hours trying to work out how to make it spin round, and then realised that I'd bought the one that didn't spin round. just <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely low moment. Where oh, I was like, no. I was like, I just don't understand it. And I was watching the video on YouTube, which is obviously of a slightly different model. Yeah. And I was just like, it just doesn't. You don't need the spin. <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> you thought you bought the spin. You did you bought the spin. <laughs> you yeah. Give me the spin. Well, the the Duna. The the problem with the Doodner is that it only works up to a certain size because yeah. obviously beyond a certain size it, it, it the, the the physics of you it you just comes. can't get an eight year old in it exactly. Well, <laughs> so, Paul. refused for the last three years, hasn't she? <laughs> well, Lyra really is too big for it now. But we're like, no,
0: <laughs> get oh, in. So there's a yo-yo. So it doesn't do a car seat, but I think we had the yo-yo, which basically yeah, is a, yo, yeah. it folds up really small, so you can walk through the airport with them in it, and then if you get on the plane, it can go in the, the hold above you.
2: Ah, oh, well, so, that is handy. So, yeah, the, so you don't
0: handy. actually have to put it in hold. So as soon as you get off the plane, you just carry it like a bag, and they're right. straight in it again. Yeah. But
2: it's not a car seat now. Have you now? I've heard of these mythical things at airports. <laughs> Which is the uh, air- airport provided stroller? Have you had a go at these?
0: Yes, I've seen one at Gatwick, and they're just left out right. of the side, and then you just bang them in it, and they're quite—they're they're like more like I'd say a shopping trolley that's been well, adapted. That's I, yeah. It's like something you see an old
2: lady carrying yeah. down yeah. the <laughs> high street. You know, with shop
0: My it. kids have never got in it and gone. Oh, it's so comfy! It's like a cage <laughs> with wheels that you can strap them to. I imagine,
1: I imagine COVID has seen them off. Surely, oh, no.
2: no one's passing around a, a straw. Is it, like, is it like the way they transport Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, and <laughs> <he's> yeah. from <laughs> prison to prison. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> would be quite useful, wouldn't it? Yeah. One, one of the best things I ever did when we had
0: a one year, a one year old coming back from holiday, and Lou had to go somewhere for work straight off. So I was, I, I, I went, I'll get all the luggage and the baby. You just go right. So I'd, I was holding a one year old, and I've got three suitcases off the thing like that. that when I got the buggy I got the buggy and unclipped it with one hand threw it in the air and as it was in there I put my foot on <laughs> the bottom went bang and opened it up and a bloke came up to me and went mate that was one of the best things I've ever seen and I was like I know I know it's good wasn't it and I, I, it was so amazing I, I've never I, I, it was one of the greatest moments of my life that buzz of I did that
1: do you know uh, what, Rob? When we yeah. finally do a live show, we're going to yeah. get one of them and we'll finish the show with you ah, doing that again. Yeah. Someone <laughs> can bring their baby. I'll hold a the baby. baby.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know that's the thing. You, re- you sort of basking in the afterglow and then realise where's the baby and you realise you've actually served the baby about 50 foot down the airport what a story though what a... oh. but yeah, it's, but it's that
0: little thing of like oh I did that like you never will need to do that ever again there's certain things that you spend so long trying to do with your kids yeah. and, oh but if I could just sort that out and then it just it goes within an instant it's so fast yeah. that is kind there, of stuff.
1: with the so like doing stuff that you've done 20 years before do you get because mm. I can't you know when someone just says to me someone who's got a baby that's a year old and they'll say, oh, my baby's doing this. And I'll be like, I don't, I don't remember. It's all already gone. Yeah. Does it all come flooding back or does it feel like it's a new kind of
2: experience? Well, some things have done. Like, you know, the first time you smell <laughs> that nappy when solids have been introduced. Yeah. I mean that never changes. And that was a sense memory that brought <laughs> everything back. So that back. was like
1: when you put on sun cream and you're taken back to a childhood holiday. That <laughs> exactly. kind of
2: experience. Exactly. That 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 Solaire moment. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, but that there's nothing like that smell, is there? When the when the poos go from being those first little oh. Sort of, you know, first little baby poos to then, whoa, this baby is eating food now. (laughs) Yeah, that that hasn't changed, and that brought yeah, yeah. and that feeling of um, that feeling of being in the middle of the night and and you know trying to rock the baby to sleep whilst you're sort of barely awake yourself. Those, all those sort of things that I hadn't, you know, when you're not doing that, the brain probably just. Represses it Yeah And yeah. so you don't think about it Or you know And then as soon as you do it again Especially that With that much time in between You go Oh my god Yes I remember this How many nights Did this happen <laughs> So that's a very particular thing Did you find it easier Or harder Like obviously you had the experience But it was 20 years ago like, what? Yeah Well I think Because I was a bit nervous Because you know I'm, I'm, I was well, I'm 51 now Yeah And the idea of having Another baby At this point you know, was was uh, uh, was uh, did make me anxious about whether I'd physically be able to, you know, do the things that I'd, I'd need to do. Um, but that's—it's actually—it has been easier so far. I mean, she's now getting to the point where, you know, pretty much the whole day is spent trying to stop her kill herself.
0: Yeah, that yeah, horrible or... little toddling around, it's certainly yeah. safe as
2: age. Yeah, so she, yeah, exactly. So she's literally, you know, every day she's able to do something a little bit more. And yesterday we saw that she could, she's now the the height to be able to get her hands on the top of like the sideboard and then st- and start climbing up it. Oh, God. So you know that the next thing is her hands go, she falls backwards, smacks her head on the floor. Yeah. Like, and now she can climb up onto the sofa, but she can't get down, all that kind of stuff. So you think every second, you've got to be on it and that I do physically that's just very yeah. and especially if you're going to different hiring. places like obviously you know you've got a quarantine somewhere yeah. for, and
0: I know it's St Lucia but it, like, you're still getting used to the sofa so you could be in the best place in the world but if you're yeah. t- if the bars are slightly too wide on like a gate your whole day's ruined yeah. until you exactly. build something to cover exactly. it up
2: all she's got to do is bang into the corner of a table one in time yeah. and, and like, you're not aware oh. of the height of that
0: table because it's a new yeah. table and then you'll go exactly, somewhere yeah. else and it'll be a new
2: apartment <laughs> exactly so in Wales we've got it kind of pretty much sorted we've got the gates on the doors yeah. to stop her going up the stairs and you know things nothing she can bump into and the, and the cupboard door all that but you know like you say yeah we're here in St Lucia nothing is sorted out here so we, you know, we've done basic things like right can we take that table that table out of the room completely yeah. so there's a bit more space for for her. And then we get to New York and then it's, you know, the same again. We'll have to, you know, all that. So, it, yeah, it's constant. And because she's changing constantly yeah. as well. Yeah. Just don't, you. T- I, I'd sort of forgotten that. I'd forgotten that it is literally Trying to stop a killer self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the stakes it, it's are so just, far, so high. You, just so high. <laughs> yeah, so high. Yeah. But yeah. no one quite gets to that, unless you've got a little baby at that yeah. age. You can't understand how high the stakes are all the time. Yeah. And do you, do you, do you, do, you, do you do that thing as well, where you find yourself imagining terrible things yeah. happening to your child? Yes, I did It's it a the sort other of night. parenting, uh,
1: d- sort of safeguard thing, I suppose. I it. was lying there the other night. And uh trying to go to sleep and so my daughter's room is above like it's like you know when you've got like a the kitchen is an extension, then it's the room above that. Yeah. So it's mm. colder than every other room in the house. So it's got a electric heater in it. And I was going to oh. sleep and I thought, what if that electric heater just caught fire? And then <laughs> oh. I just and the oh, no. moment I thought that, I was yeah. like and it's like Oh, well, that's it. I'm yeah. here for the next hour then. Yeah. Just it's imagine. It's final it. yeah.
0: destination, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
2: Constantly it really thinking is. away it's like this terrible horror film that goes yeah. Now clearly from a from a sort of evolutionary point of view I can see that it's important as a parent to be aware of dangers overly aware of dangers to keep your child safe I get that so the brain just throws these things up to to make sure that you're like alert all the time isn't it but it's like having a the worst horror film you could ever have because it's your child and you're seeing in your head these things like where we are in here in St. Lucia now so where I'm talking to you outside there's essentially a cliff drop <laughs> all around us all around us and the fence is like it's not going to stop anything if she, was, if she was to go to the edge she'd just fall through I don't know how, but you've made me feel sorry for you
0: for being in St Lucia. <laughs> I don't know how you've done that, but I'm like, Oh God, I wish I'm so glad I'm not there. It's summer. That, that's what kids can do to your life. You can be exactly. forced to spend two weeks in St Lucia because of work, and it can still be horrific. That's how it's so it is Having kids, it's
2: so true. I mean, it is. It's beautiful here. St Lucia is a beautiful place. Lovely people. This where we're staying is gorgeous. You know, I mean, we're quarantining, but it's lovely. What were the other options, Michael? When when
1: you got the uh, the document through and you saw the yeah word the Lucia. approved
2: countries, well I, I, I you'll you'll you won't believe this, but at one point I said seriously to Anna, what about Jersey? <laughs> is that on your list? <laughs> that was on the list. What about Jersey? Because it's closer to Britain. This is seriously. Yeah. Do you want to go to the Caribbean and stay in a you know a resort and all that that you quarantine in, or? I was, I'm, this was my thinking, yeah, but you know, we get, we know what we're doing in, in somewhere that's closer to Britain. We never you know, it's like, cause you know, it's like, you go somewhere yeah. lovely, broad, yeah. exotic, whatever, but you don't know really what you're dealing with. No, you know, your any,
0: products are in the any, shops, do you? Exactly, exactly. And also, you, don't, and I was you can't thinking, really go out to the shops or go anywhere, can you? You've got to stay in the hotel room, is that right? Exactly, yeah. 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 And
2: so I was thinking, you know, if needs be, we could maybe go to a service station in Jersey. I know what I'm going, I know what I can get there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know what Colgate <laughs> is, and I know what the shelf exactly. is. Exactly, but ultimately we decided we would try and be somewhere. Well, I, it was this was we were told that this would be the best place to come to because I
1: think
2: they were right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but. What are your feelings about flying with a little one this age? Because it oh, terrifies me.
0: Yeah, we did it once when we were desperate to have a holiday, but I just think long haul is a write-off until they're about three or four. It's not even worth yeah. it. It's more hassle than it's worth. Yeah. Obviously for work you've got to, but short flights. Yeah. I've like tenored four hours
2: was too long with like an 18-month-old. Yeah. So, so how, so how what was, was the this? flight? Six
0: six hours? What?
2: Well, this was the, the flight here was I think about seven or eight hours. And then but, but the thinking was, well, if we do that flight, then we, we want the next flight to be as short as possible. Yeah. And that was a big reason why we came here as well, was because it'll be a short flight now to New York. Mm. So to do as little flying with her as possible. But that, I mean, when she was a little baby and we flew, um, it was fine because she, you know, she won't, she won't go in anywhere. She just slept for most of it. It was yeah. great. and. Now she just wants to walk yeah. everywhere, oh. and she, you know it's constant. She doesn't want to stay still at all, so it's it's really hard work. And she, you know, there are times when she just thinks, oh, "I think I'll just scream <laughs> yeah. because that's quite that's quite fun, isn't it? I'll just scream. I've discovered how to do it, so I'll yeah. do it over and over again." Yeah. The other day on the plane, she she I think because we're so like hypersensitive to other people on the plane going because you know what it's like I've yeah, done yeah, it myself course, you're yeah. a kid screaming you're like oh god yeah. and so the thought of other people doing that and I think something happened she made a noise I went bugger and then she went bugger bugger, bugger! <laughs> over and over again but- oh god this is a nightmare. a nightmare also a
1: swear word that I haven't heard anyone use in 20 years Michael
0: no one's used <laughs> the word yes. Also, I don't, I don't think... It, the, the annoying thing with fly with the kid is, it doesn't matter like where you sit on that plane, all you're doing is walking up and down the aisle holding their hand. Yeah. Yeah. There is, yeah. there, you might as well... I don't yeah. think they should make you buy a seat. They should just go, <laughs> it's 50 quid each, because you won't be sat down. Because it's, just make, it's yeah. laps. It's you're going to be doing you're laps. Doing laps rather yeah. than a seat. And you're yeah. off the morale of the plane, everyone looking at you going, oh thank God no, that's no, not word. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah exactly. When she when
1: we went to Greece, and I think it was three hours or whatever, when she needed her nappy changing, it was the best bit for me because I was like, this is five minutes where we're doing something, so there's yeah. actually a task, and yes. we're in an enclosed space. So whatever
0: <laughs> happens, I'm not pissing anyone off except the people curing. So yeah. I, I, I went to Tenerife. When I went to Tenerife, um. Lou had the eldest, who wasn't very well, was asleep on her. So I had the uh, a fourteen month year old that I literally had hold at arm's length the entire flight, right? And it was all like really small, narrow little plane, that yeah. hold the baby like that. And then I was like, I need to go to the toilet. And then Lou was like, Just gonna have to take her with you. I can't have her as well. So I literally was just. So I sat down because like, first of all, I tried to hold her and wee and I went back. <laughs> and then when I needed to go again, Lou was like, Why don't you just sit down? I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot you can do that. Because I had to So anyway, I sat down holding her, and she was eating a bit of French baguette and then she and then the plane started rocking the thing when i was like oh quickly so i was rushing pull my trousers up and i went back to to uh, sit down and oh i feels uncomfortable and then she was going bread bread where's my bread she dropped her baguette in my pants i had a half a french dick <laughs> up my ass <laughs> but i couldn't get at it because i was holding a kid and i, I just sat there like that with bread up my
2: ass no, doctor, that is what happened. Yeah. That is how yeah. the French baguette <laughs> got up my ass. Yes, that's what... was... I know it sounds unbelievable. Yeah.
0: The worst but... yeast infection I've ever had in my life.
2: <laughs> now, you raise an interesting point, which mm-hmm. is um, going to public bathrooms yep. with your child, if your child is not of the same gender as you. Yep. Now, that think about, we haven't got to that point, obviously, with Lyra yet. But with, I remember that with Lily. And that becomes that becomes a bit complicated, doesn't it, at a certain point? Going yes. into, he needs to go to the bathroom, she's with you. You have to take her into the gents' toilet. At what point is that just not appropriate anymore? Yes. Yeah. All that
0: kind of stuff. That's I don't a bit... make her use your rhino anymore. We go into a <laughs> clinical. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know what you mean, though, because now she's a five. Uh, the eldest, is sort of a little bit older, but then I can't just make Lou take them out, because if, you know, but if she's, if no one else is there, you've got to take them in, haven't you? But yeah, like, they get yeah. my youngest is obsessed with my bits where she's like, You're, yeah. everyone, I'm having yeah. a wee she'll run in and she's like, oh, it looks like a furry poo-poo. And i was like, oh my <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to, um, with Lily and I had to go and buy a pair of trousers somewhere. I took, and she was with me and we went down to, um, the shop on the high street where we were. And there was just this one little sort of, it wasn't even a cubicle really. It was just like a curtain you could pull across at the back of the shop with all the stock at the back or something. And it was tiny. And um, I I just had to try these trousers on quickly. And so I remember bringing Lily in with me and she must've been about, I don't know, about, about three or four at the time maybe. And yes, and going through that period where she's like, if she catches you changing at home, yeah. she's like, "Hello, what's what's going on there? What's that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, you know, becoming slightly ob- ob- obsessive about that. Yeah, and uh, I remember being in this cubicle, <laughs> trying to change my trousers with her in this very confined space, and I couldn't leave her outside the, you know, there's no one to look after her, so I had to be in there with her, and I'm trying to change my tr- trousers, and um, and she just started. To try and poke me and and like and she thought it was a game and she's laughing and I'm going stop that don't touch that don't t- <laughs> yeah. stop it and and I, I was just thinking what are they thinking yeah. is going on outside this cubicle it was horrendous and I I think I on purpose then after that always tried to make sure that she ne- I was never in that position again yeah. it was so it was so worrying to be to yeah, yeah it makes God. you feel so awkward also it as does. does that twenty that
0: twenty year gap where like you can just buy that online now. Online shopping yeah, must have yeah. changed parenting. It must. Imagine doing the big shop in a supermarket oh with word. like two or three kids. Like now, you oh. can order it online. That was like my mum still talks to me about that. Like you, are a big shop when I used to take all three of you to the shop. Imagine three kids <laughs> hanging, <laughs> up, hanging on to your, Oh my god!
2: All of them trying to sit in that bit in the yeah, front. Yeah, arguing about bar. the seat. Oh.
0: When,
1: when you're in that first kind of year, and you'll mm. be it'll be two a.m. and there'll be some disaster going on. And you'll go, we're just going to buy that thing we need online now.
2: We're just going to do that. And
1: it'll make us feel better now to know that that's going to arrive at the door in 48 hours or whatever. The thought of being at 2am and going, oh God, I'm going to have to go into town tomorrow and try and find a a dehumidifier or whatever. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's a 24 hour pharmacy. The 24-hour pharmacy was a saving yeah. grace when I was a kid. My mum and dad would go. I'll just drive. I remember being in the back of a car my mum to drive to a 24-hour pharmacy for something. When, like, shops weren't open, late. That was the only thing <laughs> open at, like, 11 at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fucking hell. Having, tires, said that, having said that, having the, almost the opposite extreme uh, happen during that first lockdown where we were like, we, we need Calpol... because she is now teething and she's going through a really rough patch with the teething. We need, we've run out of Calpol and all the supermarkets, it's gone because people have just bulk bought it during the the lockdown. And thinking, hang on, this is like 2020 and we can't buy Calpol. I'm driving around every chemist in South Wales. (laughs) No, 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 that is gone. And then like seeing that there's no nappies left in the supermarket or no, you know, that was crazy, because yeah. you're absolutely right. I but mean, don't it's, pretend, Michael, oh, accessible.
1: You, you weren't thinking, this is going to be a three-hour drive when I'm on my own. This is absolutely perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Anna. I'm, I'm going to have to go to Cardiff now. No, yeah. I haven't got anything. Nothing yes. at all. Should be
0: home by morning.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm just stopping off for a for a pasty at Greg's <laughs> at uh, Lee Delamere Services. On my... yeah I'm on
0: my way. <laughs> way to it London. says they've got something commentary online, so I'm gonna try my best. Rob, you always like to end with the same question. Um, yes. Is there anything your partner does parenting wise that sort of frustrates you a little bit and you don't really agree with but you can't really say it? it's maybe only a little small thing because it would prompt an argument, but if your partner did listen to this, they might go, Oh, that's a fair point actually, but you can't <coughs> say it face to face about it. Ruining an evening. Everyone's tired. You don't want to say it face to face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for me, it's tidy time. God. Lou will occasionally, even though the house is a mess and we're just clearing a path to get to bed, she'll just go, oh, no, it should be tidy now and tell me off for making a mess, even though no one's agreed this new tidy time technique. Uh, but I don't <laughs> is, there anything, is there anything that uh, springs to mind? Obviously, she's an incredible mother.
2: Oh, that's, that's standard. Yeah, Yeah, that's I mean, it is, it is genuinely very hard to think of anything. I suppose, I suppose, and this isn't this isn't with, with her specifically. I, this is something that is a bit of a, a bugbear generally, that if, the, if something is happening, if, if the baby's doing something, or if someone else's baby is doing something, and, and so it's more other people really, but when you see someone say, you know, don't do that, or trying to stop the child from doing something that they, you know, that's annoying or whatever it is, and you, and you say, stop it, and you say, and they don't stop it, and stop, stop it, and then they just give up. Yeah, that I always yeah. kind of go. Hang on, you're you're just teaching the child that that way yeah. of doing things yeah. works. You're gonna like that's gonna be a lot harder for you down the line. Yes. Yeah, and I know I it's and I, and I do it myself as well. But you know, so I suppose it's only that when I if I see Anna, you know, trying to stop Lyra from doing something because it's you know it's either it's either going to be something that she might. She hasn't hurt herself doing it yet, but she might hurt herself doing yeah. it. Or it's annoying and all that. its I suppose it's that, really. But we we're both, we're both we both—we both do that. Yeah. We've all done
1: it. We've all done it. But we know also that it is the worst parenting crime in the long term, I think.
0: Especially if they is... make yeah. a joke about yeah. it when they go, oh, he won't listen to me, will he? Bloody hell, roll his eyes. Like, I don't roll yeah, your eyes. Yeah. Just keep telling
2: them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's, obvi- it's obviously something that she would say about me as well, but it's when you're the one who's not doing it and yeah. you see it yeah, happening, yeah. you're like, yeah. nah, no, that's not good, that's yeah. not good. Just no. come on,
0: stick to your guns, you pussy.
2: Come on, <laughs> don't let them beat us. <laughs> yes, this is a war. <laughs> yes. You've got to it's wear a- them down. <laughs> they can be only one. <laughs>
1: Michael Sheen it's been an absolute pleasure thank you very much uh, Yes, yeah, enjoy nice.
0: your oh, flights
2: good luck with work in, uh, in America and all that it's thank been, like, you to chat. Yeah. and see you soon for us to reenact some other classic film scenes together exactly yes. yes. yeah. fingers Look forward crossed to it. see you later cheers, Michael. Michael thank you very cheers. much all the best cheers ta-da